Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream, and their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious or their organ strawberry oh, i love it sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces so so good plus you got to check out their mudside flavor it's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips oh it's so good i gotta go get some ice cream right now plus you know you're in good hands with tillamook brand they make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts boy oh boy I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. O-M-B-A-S dot com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Space here on Bleecker Street. We have an amazing show for you, but first, let me introduce uh, my two co-hosts. Please welcome June Diane Rapio. Welcome, everybody. Demolition Man, a movie made in 1993, posits a world that in 1996 shit has gone terribly wrong. The opening of this movie, and this is like a weird cliche that bugs me. It's like, the Hollywood sign is just on fire. 
Oh yeah. Like, and it feels to me like and the filmmakers like, oh yeah, it's always on fire. It's not like yeah, because it, there night. wasn't like a fire in the hills. No. Like nothing else around it was on fire. Like just the letters. Yeah. Well, I feel like every year, at least when I lived in LA, there was always this is the year that the Hollywood sign is going to be torn down and people would fight to save it. Yeah. And it's like, if you watch all these movies, no, don't, nobody wants it. No. Yeah. No, nobody Let wants it, it. Let her go. Yeah, these, clearly these politicians are like, no, I've seen Demolition Man in like 800 other movies where this sign gets burned down. You guys don't want it. We get the message. We hear you. Also, why are our politicians watching Demolition Man? Most of the best politics that happened in the 80s, most of Clinton's administration was made yeah. off of Sylvester Stallone, Joe Silver. Almost, almost all of Antonio Villaraigosa's campaign promises oh. were from Demolition Man. <laughs> prop 8 was Demolition prop Man. Prop 8. <laughs> yeah. Guys, Prop Toma. 8 is dead. Yeah. yeah. Right? But by and you, time, know, you know why? Because the Demolition Man yeah. came in and destroyed it. Lit it on I fire. I thought that Doma was like Demolition Man. Like it was the, I don't know what the O stand for, but the D and the M was yeah, Demolition yep, Man. Yep, absolutely. Um, so in 1996, things are bad. So bad that one of the, the airline, uh, one of the helicopter police pilots goes like, hey, remember when they used to let commercial airlines land in Los Angeles? Like that... What about when the city was on fire? Like that's, like that's the one thing he's regretting. Like, oh man... Remember that? When commercial airlines would land here. Like, that's a weird thing. All right. I thought that was weird. <laughs> well, um, by the way, in that first scene when um, Stallone <laughs> throws a rope down and just oh, yeah. shimmies down to the ground. He doesn't like shimmy. He jumps out of the back okay. of a helicopter and yells, <laughs> With Phoenix! First, first he says, his name. <laughs> just yeah. He first says, Send a maniac to catch one. <laughs> then he jumps out screaming, Phoenix! Phoenix, I'm sky fucking you! Well, also, at, this point, at this done. point in the movie, though, I, you don't really know who Phoenix is, like where Phoenix is. Well, that's so the, to just see him yelling, screaming, Phoenix! Well, that, that is like the, the problem with the, well, the beginning of this movie, which is he runs out, he does like basically the world's best bungee jump, and then immediately goes into killing mode. Like before he lands, like, whoa! Bam, 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 well, bam! That's the thing is, he, he bungees out, and he never goes back up. He oh. bungees out to the ground, and is like, click? <laughs> he just jumped like half a mile. He lands and he misses no one and then proceeds to have an, uh, uh, a mental knowledge of this abandoned warehouse as if he has studied it his entire life. It was like, ah, oh, yeah, it's like going to mom's house. I know that. Like, and meanwhile, it's revealed that like, he's been chasing Phoenix for two years and he finally found this place. So this is the first time. There's no recon on this building. No, no. He lands on the ground, shoots everybody, and as if he is like has the map in his head, yeah. goes like boop, 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 boop. and like Wesley Snipes is like boop, 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 boop. wait what? And then, and then Stallone is like ah I'm here now I got you. And I was like at what point is Wesley Snipes not like there are like 400 dudes that I feel like yeah. should be guarding me, but you got through all of them instantly. Basically, the beginning of Demolition Man is the end of an awesome movie that we did not yeah. see. 
And uh, I want to see the two years where like Wesley yeah. Snipes moves to LA, then somehow works his way up or in the, the LA where like his, underworld. Yeah, where his family is murdered, and yeah. so having nothing to live for, he takes to a life of crime. Then, then builds a great... wall all around LA. Yeah. Yeah. Sets shit on great. fire. He goes to that beauty shop, gets his hair dyed blonde. <laughs> yeah. um, one of my favorite moments too is like. He's like, where are those people on the bus? And he's like, and Wesley Snipes... Oh, guess Wesley Snipes has kidnapped, has abducted a bus full of regular people. And he's like, I told those bus drivers, don't come into L.A., but those bus drivers won't listen. It's like... That is their job. That's your beef is with the bus drivers of Los Angeles? And by the way, they're just doing their job, guys. Yeah. They are just shepherding us from place to place in the most humiliating vehicle known to man. (laughs) This, these bus drivers, like that's Wesley Snipes' anger. Like he talks so vehemently about these bus drivers, like they can't come in here. It's like why? <laughs> what? Like they're not threatening your drug empire. They're just dropping people off. I don't know why they would even want to be dropped off in a city that is on fire. <laughs> but if they want to, they're doing the job. Also, he's a guy. He's clearly wasteful because very early on, you see him do one line of coke, but leave two behind. <laughs> Just like He's these good. are fine. I'm gonna come back to you guys when I'm ready. Yeah, I, you I, don't go stale. <laughs> How about this? At a certain point, when Stallone is entering, and Wesley Snipes, Wesley Snipes realizes Stallone is gonna enter, he punctures these gasoline tanks. So there's gasoline all over the ground, right? And so Stallone comes in. And he's like, "I got you," or whatever he says, right? <laughs> whatever he says, relax, everybody, Jesus. relax. <laughs> Um, and then um, Wesley Snipes is like, ha ah, you're standing in gasoline, lights a cigarette, and then says, what does he say? Something about, like, you're going to go up in flames or whatever. Some one-liner. Then he... Oh, he says it's cold in here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Let's turn up the heat or something? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Throws the cigarette. Flames erupt everywhere. Okay? But Which, he's also standing in flames. Yes. Okay, yeah. so he's standing in gasoline. So flames are like... Right? All Stallone does, the only thing that happens to Stallone is he drops his gun. Yeah. He's like, oh, ah. that's hot. Oh, it still, still got so hot in my hand. Oh, God. But then he just jumps right out of it, jumps onto his Which is they're it? fighting. Nobody's on fire. But, but I'm He's confused. Unburned. Did, the, did the gun get caught in the flames and then no. it got too hot to hold, or did he just get scared and throw that gun down? <laughs> Because that's what it looked like. I hope it's B. (laughs) It looked like he just, like, freaked. There's a lot. That's what you don't see when he's in the helicopter flying past the Hollywood sign burning, is that he's like, oh, can't look, can't look, can't look, can't look. Tell me when we pass the fire sign. Tell me when we pass the fire sign. I would love it if if in this movie there was a thread that is like, fire is his snakes to Indiana Jones. Uh, Uh, Why did it have to be fire? He's part... He's part Frankenstein monster and he's afraid of fire. But I think the launch move is basically like a football player's tackle. It's just sort of like, just lunges at a guy. He has guns and he has knives on him, but it's just the it's a tackle. But he he also I realize like he does a lot in that movie of the sideways jump and shoot action. Yeah. Which, Before John Woo, it's like it was yeah, John Woo. But that it seems like for the '90s, like the three-point stance thing that we see in movies now was—that's what it used to be. Was I think like you're right, the yeah. sideways, like goosh, goosh, goosh. One leg up. Yeah. 
Um, there, uh, I, the one thing that I remember about this movie most clearly, and it's not even about the actual movie, is I used to go to Planet Hollywood all the time under the guise. <laughs> my, I would be like, Dad, take me to Planet Hollywood. That's where the celebrities hang out. What? I, w- I was naive. But I also met Anthony Michael Hall, so I was also right. Oh, nice. Jokes on us. Jokes on yeah. us. Nice. And, I thought you uh, said celebrities. <laughs> it was pre Dead Yeah, that's TV right. Show. I'm starting a beef with Anthony Michael Hall. And I remember always wanting to eat under the naked Stallone demolition man because he gets frozen yeah. in this movie and it's like a block of ice, but it's like kind of just naked Stallone. Like, <laughs> really? And I, I just thought that was so cool. I was like, whoa, it's like he's in there. Wait, and that was, that was at Planet Hollywood? Yes, a big, like, giant, like, you guys okay? like, like, six by eight foot circle with, like, a Stallone dummy inside. Oh, and you know what they should have done is they should have had a table that was that. Oh, that's You should have been able to use that as a table. And then when you would eat your fries, you could see his junk. Like, oh, yeah. I, got it. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling that there is someone who has that now, and it is a table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. That would be the best table of all time. Guys? Yeah. Let's all chip in and get one of those. Well, because once Planet Hollywood shut down, all that shit had to go somewhere. Yeah, someone had like, to buy Axel Foley's jacket. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that they weren't like, "Hey, so Planet Hollywood shutting down. Uh, Smithsonian, you guys, you guys want Stallone in in ice? You guys want a bunch of garbage? Yeah." <laughs> I mean, we're loading it up on the truck and driving it down to you guys. We were just giving you a heads up to move the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> um, the, there's a great line at the beginning of the movie said by the uh, police chief in uh, Lethal Weapon, who, like, they're, after like, he captures Phoenix, and he's like, hey, enough of this demolition man shit. <laughs> like, that's Stallone's MO that he just demolishes stuff? Well, very keep weak. this in mind. Okay, in the opening of this movie, upon capturing Phoenix, the entire building both explodes and crumbles to the ground. Like, in seconds. And they get away. And they walk out of that. But if you were to understand why, it was because Wesley Snipes punctured a couple cans of gasoline. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it was also a like a, a chemical factory. Guys. Oh, all right, maybe it was. That, that brings up something I really want to talk about, which is the events of September 11th. Oh, brother. Well, here's the crazy thing. Stallone goes to jail because the hostages were in the building, but nobody thinks to ask, like, wait, did they die now? Like, did they die from this explosion, or were they shot in the head? Because we learn later on that they were dead. Major spoiler alert. Major spoilers. They were... They had been killed by Phoenix. But by the way, how did by he the kill way, them? a very harsh sentence for a police officer capturing like the world, like the world's worst criminal. Like, yeah, he like that guy started the fire. All he did was knock him out of the window, and he's like, he oh, made, you're right, under right, arrest." Right. He Why? made a tough call. He made a tough call. But it would, but it would be, but it would be like, in my opinion, it would be like if Stallone said, "Fuck it, we'll blow up that building." Right. Then it would be a yeah. tough call. Wesley Snipes flipped the building. He just escaped. And I like, love you're going wait, to jail for I love that years. you have injustice. You have a sense of like, <laughs> there is an injustice at the center of this movie. 
an American hero is tried and sentenced to jail. He is the only man he who could find Phoenix. Tried to take down yeah. a terrorist, and in the in the in the <laughs> as a result, some innocents died. Those are lives lost in the service of a greater good. I but what makes it what makes it what makes it worse is the fact that. Wesley Snipes, as he's being taken away, is like, "This, I told him, I told him there were people there. I told him there were people there, and he said he didn't care. He didn't care. That's witness testimony. Send him to ice Amazing jail." Amazing Wesley Snipes impression. And then, like, but by the way, it's as if like the cops are like, "Yeah, we believe you, Wesley Snipes, maniac who has taken over Los Angeles over a cop." Like, who is a hero? But also, he's a maniac, too, because it takes a maniac to catch a maniac. Sure, that's true. That is true. Well done. Thanks for coming. Why is an act, everybody? Why is an act? I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places and I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better, and that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words Eat more Reese's. I mean, the combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold, and often in my pantry because I love these. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do. That's why you should invest in Simply Safe Home Security today. That's right, for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security, plus it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more, plus a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this, it's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. By the way, we've we've only cracked into the first three minutes of this. By the way, I do have a question. The the credits have not yet happened. (laughs) No, this movie has a cold open. (laughs) So, but are we to understand that he's been sentenced to jail forever? No, no, for thirty years. years. Oh, seventy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, seventy years. Yes. 
In the but, same jail that Scott Peterson was apparently frozen in. Yes, I pulled up a screen grab Jesus. of that uh, as they're going through their, Wait, uh, their records. I didn't catch this. Yeah. yeah, as they're pulling up their records, I, we can, I can show it to you right here. This is all the people that are in jail. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Scott Peterson also had his parole hearing at 8.15. By the way, why would they list it like that? It says 7 a.m. Hyde Quentin, 8.15 Peterson Scott, 7.30 Phoenix Simon. It should be the other way around. Like, no, no, in order. the future, that was evening. That in was the future evening. nothing happens in order. <laughs> That was an evening parole hearing. Like, they kind of knew that the Scott Peterson one, he had a lot to talk about. Like. So uh, they both get frozen, and this is before I think people even understood what cryogenics were, because they basically put Stallone, Han Solo, like, in a cube, and then fill it full of water. He seems to be choking. Oh, it is dis- It is very alarming. Sequence. He's like yeah. it's a very disturbing sequence. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's also naked. No need to be naked. There's no like real sign of like life signs. Like he's drowned. Yeah. Yeah. In what we're to believe like oxen oxygen goo. Like I don't like. There's he's drowning. There's yeah. no yeah. way yeah. that he's. Oh, his drowning. lungs are filling with some sort of gloopy liquid, and then they drop like a freezer thing in, and it all freezes, and he's like. I mean, it looks like a terrible way to get frozen. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. for sure. Han well, Solo you know, had it easier. The fact that they didn't say. So here's the thing. Just lay down and put your hands on top of your thighs. Yeah, They're like, no, we're gonna put you in a weird hot tub thing and do whatever you want. <laughs> Just make a face. Do one of those guys. Whatever you want. However you want to be frozen. That's your last choice. Like, that's the last thing. Because he is swimming around in there. Like, he's like, because there's a point where the water, the goop is filling up. He's like, whoa, hey, whoa. Slip <laughs> <Swim> inside. <laughs> it's, uh, and, but, he also it's seems exotic. okay with it. The thing that really bothered me was that he wasn't like, hey, no. this isn't cool. And, well, also, I'm a hero. Yeah, and when and when someone I don't I don't remember if it's um, Smithers. There's an officer named yep. Smithers. Right. Yeah. When there's, someone's telling him like what he's going to jail for and listing off like all of the charges, he's just he refuses to hear it and keeps on saying skip it. Yeah, skip. Yeah. Just skip, skip it. it. Yeah. As, but but but, but yes, like you're we right. all said in 1983, skip, skip it. it. <laughs> but, but the vibe though is like he's been down this road a million times. But by the like way, he knows what's gonna happen. And even yeah. the parole officer's like, hey man, real bummer. I hate to do this to you. I yeah. hate to freeze you for 70, but <laughs> my job. Yeah. Like he does say something like I'm not And apparently, a fan. and apparently that's like cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like no biggie. And by the way, yeah. Oh gosh. Again, the first five minutes we are cracking into. Uh, I feel like Wesley Snipes is like, I'm not getting naked and you're not filling up a confined yeah. space with me. Although oh, yeah. he's in that, that trailer you played, there is Wesley Snipes in Ice, which we never see in the never movie, right? The movie, yeah. Maybe his trial was quick. Guys, crack that code. <laughs> so Cut when you're to... frozen, though, like you, you, hair doesn't grow on your body and your body doesn't age at all. What's this now? Well, he's got, he's got, <laughs> he suffers from like, Below the ears alopecia. That's either below the ears alopecia or like he went to a barber shop and had two different people working on him. Because he's got half of a box that's like, there's a fade that's not finished. And then he's like, uh, you know what? Never mind. Diet. Diet. Just diet blonde. Diet. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. I gotta get out of here. I gotta commit heinous acts of terrorism. Yeah. He can't spend all day at the salon. We cut to 2032. 
Life has changed. It is yeah. good. Guys. Big time. Apparently, oh. we all dress like Nazis. Yes. <laughs> Nazis are extras. In, the police. In, the yeah. police Nazis do. Nazis are bad extras in Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone's dressed like Dinan. Like big, <laughs> flowy dresses and like plate Yeah, or geishas. Welcome to Obama's America. <laughs> Um, they don't say phone. They call it uh, fiber optic. I'll fiber optic you back, which is odd. Yeah. Because that doesn't even seem like... No, okay. they've, yeah, they've just added... They, because they've got no violence, they've like, we got time to kill, so let's, <laughs> let's just throw extra words. words. Oh, yeah. Homicide, no. It's a murder-death kill. Yeah. Is this... Is this a... <laughs> Is this a car I'm driving? No, it's a conveyance. Yeah. My conveyance is dri- We're getting in the conveyance. And murder, death, kill. I've thought about that a lot. Me too. Murder, death, kill. It's yeah. redundant. Murder, there's never a murder that doesn't end in death. So you can just rip the death out of there. Killing is also murder. Yes. So you can just say kill, because that would imply death and murder. You could just say murder, when it kill and death. But you don't need to say murder, death, kill. Yeah. Okay, okay, Paul. Murder, death, kill. Sylvester Stallone. John Claude Van Damme. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Go. I'm going to murder Stallone. I'm going to kill Schwarzenegger. And I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to death Wesley. <laughs> Um, At the, when we cut to 2032, we're with um, Sand, Sandy Bullock. Sandy Bullock. And she is like a Huxley. uniformed police officer. Her name is Huxley, Brave New World. Nice yeah. reference. Yeah. This movie is deep and it's smart. There's so many references in this. Did anybody else notice in the first thing, um, Stallone punches a guy who's dressed like the Terminator? Oh, Did anybody no. else notice that? Yeah. Right? There is a guy who's dressed like, yeah, there's this too. Oh, yeah. And there's a Schwarzenegger reference later on. There's oh, yeah. a, there is. Wait, do you think that Wesley Snipes dyed his hair because Joe Pesci had done it in Lethal Weapon? Oh my God, that's amazing. I did want to talk about this. Wait, do you think that's Joel Silver being like, Joe Pesci's blonde hair worked, we're going to do blonde hair yeah. in this. Blonde hair is cool. Yeah. Uh, 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 basically, just so you know, people at home, that uh, Santa Bullock is a big like 20th century fan, so that's why her office has... A Lethal Weapon 3 poster. <laughs> Not even the best, like, the, one of the worst of the Lethal Weapons. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang whoa. on, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so uh, weird. Red Hot Chili Peppers, because they've definitely lasted. The Chili Peppers <laughs> carried over to 2032. <laughs> 2032. And there's a, there's she's a little just, Joker. She's a Joker just obsessed with the 90s. Like... There's nothing wrong with that, but hey guys, be she cool. keeps on saying she's obsessed with the 20th. And, and what about this one? Uh, the, the great, they're like, oh yeah, Chili Peppers, Lethal Weapon, and uh, a poster for the band Bomb. Hate, fed, love. What? Like, I feel like that was Joel Silver's kid. Yeah. And he oh, was yeah. like, we've got to get into we got to get into a little bit. If, he's, if we put the, just a poster in the movie, uh, we'll move some units. But, like, um, but they, she she is a uniformed police officer in 2032, just driving her crew, like her police car around, and calls the prison warden. She but calls so- the prison warden to say, hey, hey warden, um, how come there's no crime? I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> She's a police officer, like just a regular. There, it's it is crazy. She's looking for action, little does she know she's gonna get it. 
Here, I will say what's kind of what they did predict was they did predict the iPad because the warden oh, yeah. has yeah. an iPad, but it's just got like a shiny silver frame. Like Steve Jobs, a lot of people think Steve Jobs got the inspiration for the iPad from this movie. That's he got. Oh. By the way, when true, sto- you- true yeah. story. Before he died, he said that. Yeah. <laughs> he said it as he died. Yeah. Watch Demolition Man. All the answers for Apple products are in Demolition Man. <laughs> and then X is over his eyes. He's dead. Well, that's why they included the script in that Jobs book. It was just yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. The last, the last, the appendix of the Jobs book is just the script for Demolition Man. Um, that's gonna so be, that's so gonna be, prescient. That's um, going to be my favorite part of the Ashton Kutcher movie is because uh, in the movie they show him watch Demolition Man, yeah. but they don't cut. They just no. show him and watch it's the just whole movie. Him jerking off to Demolition Man. <laughs> Because everybody knows Steve Jobs jerked off to Demolition Man. That's where we're at. It is proven. And you can download this podcast on (laughs) iTunes. It'll be ripped off iTunes immediately. Uh, So anyway, oddly, Wesley Snipes has a parole hearing for a mass murderer. Seems odd. Seems odd that he's getting a parole hearing. Wasn't he sentenced to eternity? Wasn't he sentenced to eternity? But yet they still run parole hearings just in case. Like Stallone accidentally killed 20 people. He still has 40 years before a parole hearing. Snipes gets one. He gets out immediately. No explanation how. Because he breaks out of cuffs. He doesn't do anything. He's like, I didn't know. Oh, no, no. That's because they programmed him. Yeah. Yeah, but the bad guy programmed programmed, him. He would have to be sentient to a computer to unlatch it. Like, he didn't do it. No, he knew the code word. The guy says, How'd you know the code word? Oh, code word. Yeah, Yeah. he said whatever. He says, Yeah. He said, like, Diddy Pants. And then it was. It was something that fucking. Yeah, it was not silly. It was like, Diddly Pants. And then the handcuffs Uh, opened up. And then they say, How did you know the password? He goes, I don't know. And that's why he's able to use all the. Like, he goes up to an ATM and it's like. Like, as if. Do you mean a self esteem machine? Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Wesley Snipes escapes very quickly. By the way, I feel like Wesley... I would like to look at the script because I feel like Wesley Snipes improvised... Every line. <laughs> Every line. I feel like he was like, yeah, I'll be in this movie if I can't... if I don't have to say any of your dumb words. <laughs> There's a scene where he's just speaking in Spanish and I happened to watch a DVD last night and the audio director's commentary was on. He's like... Yeah, Wesley just started doing the scene in Spanish, and we thought it was funny, so we just let him do it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm proving right. <laughs> that's like, crazy. Like, yeah, like, that's why he talks to the parole officer. I love that you just said, and for some reason the director's commentary was on, as if you didn't turn on director's commentary. No, I didn't. Junior, I saw it. Witness. He it couldn't figure just, out the DVD. We couldn't figure out the DVD for she last night. I don't get that old shit, man. I'm about Netflix Instant and Hulu. Plus. Oh, I'm about streaming. Yeah. Um, so here's what's nice. really here's what's really weird about this movie though overall this is just a general comment oh, is, but a macro, like, is the macro point <laughs> yeah I'm gonna take it macro for a second because it's so like you don't know exactly what you're rooting for like there's this new society and it is violence free but there are certain freedoms like the freedom to eat fast food that have been taken away from us. June, haven't you heard Dennis Leary's rant from I his do, I did, I did. <laughs> there are this? a lot of problems. So but you're, you're put in a crazy. position though, you're put in a 
position where it's like, as an audience member, you're hearkening back to the better times of 1996, which was I like, definitely was mass like, violence. Yeah. Hey, like, but what don't are we, we wishing for here? <clears throat> but at the same time, there are people today who are like, oh, it was so much easier in the, the 50s. 50s. And it's course. like, not for me, it wasn't. Right. Absolutely. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> if you are unclear about why... Uh, why people are upset. Here is uh, Dennis Leary's rant, which this is at the height of Dennis Leary being a stand-up, and I feel like they're like, do your thing, man. Just have fun. Yeah. You and Dennis you. Leary, just, just so you know, Dennis Leary is like, like a society is rid, has been, uh, like, is rid of violence and everything's great and glossy and, and funny. And, um, Dennis Leary is like the leader of the bad people that live underground, like in a kind of Matrix Revolutions kind of scenario. They're and bad, so he's like a, ra- bad, really. a Robin Hood they do type graffiti. figure. Yeah. And by the way, bad. their graffiti <laughs> is amazing. It's unbelievable. And what they write in the one of the first scenes of the movie is just simply life is hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> life is hell. And it and is. By the way, they have a graffiti, an anti graffiti machine, which they show out works, but it's just like holes that shoot out of concrete. So I don't understand how the graffiti disappears. It just seems like... like you wouldn't get it, man. <laughs> but meanwhile, Wesley Snipes uses it to beat up people. So uh, we'll jack up the volume a little bit because these clips are a little bit low, but um, here you go. This is Dennis Leary's rant. See, according to Cocteau's plan, I'm the enemy. Because I like to think. I like to read. I'm into freedom of speech and freedom of choice. I'm the kind of guy who likes to sit with a greasy spoon and one of the Should I have the T-bone steak or the jumbo rack of barbecue ribs with the side order of gravy fries? I want high cholesterol. I want to eat bacon and butter and buckets of cheese, okay? I want to smoke a Cuban cigar the size of Cincinnati in a non-smoking section. I want to run through the streets naked with green jello all over my body reading Playboy magazine. Why? Because I suddenly might feel the need to, okay, pal? I've seen this. Do you know what it is? It's a 47-year-old virgin sitting around in his beige pajamas drinking a banana broccoli shake singing, I'm an Oscar Mayer wiener. You look up top, you look Cocteau's way. What he wants, when he wants, how he wants. Your other choice? Come down here. Maybe start the day. <laughs> and then he breaks into his hit song, I'm an Asshole, right? That was that, like, that song that he had, like, where he did stand-up material during his song. The other great part of that is that, go back to that for a second. Oh, yeah. uh, Jack Black is one of the underground dwellers. Oh, really? What? Yeah, go to the very end. Go to the very end. I looked, I saw it in the credits, and I was like, that's, yeah. Wow. Oh, amazing. That is awesome. Pre-Bob Roberts. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Um, so that's the, that's the villain of the movie. So basically... Wait, that's the villain of the movie? Well, I mean, he is because basically Cocteau, the new no. guy... No, Paul. The Cocteau is the villain. Well, but I'm saying Cocteau says he's the villain. So he hey, un- Paul, why are you listening Paul? to Cocteau? <laughs> yeah. The guy created a great San Angeles, guys. Hey, man, I'm starting to think you're part of Cocteau's plan. <laughs> Whatever. I like wiping my ass with three seashells. No big deal. <laughs> That's another, like weird thing like why would you over why would you Flintstones it like why would you go from toilet paper to seashells because according to Stallone he said he asked the director and is quoted as saying it was explained to me the the seashells you hold two of them like chopsticks and then you pull gently and scrape what's left behind with the third 
What? So you are like you're going. It seems way more. Wait, what? To have a shit in Wait, the future. but how is it cleaned? So you're Wait, going, what? You're going, you're going chopstick style, and you're your, as you are getting the middle of the log of crap, you're pulling that out, and then you're taking the third shell, and you're so wait a second. And get that on. We're talking like, I right, like a this. Pull, a pull and a wipe. God, they didn't, they didn't even know about the Cottonelle soft wipe. That shit is Wait, so much more. Future. But you can't. When you say you hold them chopstick style, so you hold you hold two seashells with one hand. Yes, like that, and you're getting in there and you're pulling it but out. But we saw those sure, seashells. Like They're big. They were pretty big, and they were very clean. So you'd have to wash the shit off of these seashells. Like, who was like, oh yeah, that's actually more convenient than paper that I use once and dump in the toilet. That makes also, no if sense. you're somebody like, because it was how it was, what it was like, they're like 80 year olds who should be alive during this time who yes. were like, wait a minute, no, toilet paper, there was nothing, <laughs> there was nothing about toilet paper that made Didn't us a work. violent society. Yep. <laughs> like, toilet paper, if anything, kept us from being a more violent society. Yeah. <laughs> Why in your utopia that does not involve the rest of the country? Yeah, what is happening with the rest of the country? Do you get rid of toilet paper? And also, can we have the word homicide back? Because it's really murder, death, kill. It's a, it's the a best mouthful. part of murder, death, kill was when they, they, they were, the computer reports like a, like a, a 187 or like right. the code. Yeah. And they're like, well, what is that? Huh. Yeah. I don't even know what the, well, let's look it up. Look up 187. Oh, it's a murder, death, kill. Don't you think as a police officer, you would know exactly what that thing is? Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace. And I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney. And that's good because during the Netflix is a joke festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. So basically, you know, 
well, we don't have to get into the big plot of it. Stallone's unfrozen, <laughs> Wesley Snipes unfrozen. They wreck a lot of havoc in the in it's the future. Basically, Futurama. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> wow, I didn't didn't realize there were so many Futurama fans, <laughs> but there aren't. <laughs> Canceled a second time. Oh. Really? 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 You, then you should have watched. Yeah. By the way, I don't, I don't mean. Here, to, I, I will say I don't mean to get back into the shit talk, but there is a moment like Sylvester Stallone is unfrozen. They bring him right to the police place. He gets in the uniform right away. He's fully a cop, and uh, and he's like, "Hey, uh, to Sandra Bullock, by the way, you're uh, you got a toilet paper." So that means that he's walking around with shit in his ass. No, 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 he, no, he was holding a shit. He didn't go. He didn't go. Because then he swears a bunch. He swears a bunch, and every time you swear, you get a ticket. So he swears a whole bunch, so a whole bunch of paper tickets come out, and he goes, thanks, I'll be in the bathroom. Yeah. Here's the weird thing Did you about think Sandy. he was just going to go read those in the bathroom like I a thought, newspaper? I thought he had taken a shit, and was like, oh, damn, there's no toilet paper. Right, I can go out there and tell him the problem. Then get a bunch of tickets and wipe my ass. Like he just pulled up his pants real quick. So he's got he's Paul, that scene Paul. With shit in his ass. Hey Paul, how are you living? <laughs> what are you? Do you live like an animal? Like, do you not check if there's toilet paper before I think, you go? I think he was like, I've been frozen for 40 years. I got this goo coming out of my ass because it's all up and all everything. I need to like shake this shit out. I can't hold it in. Oh, there's no toilet paper. I'm freaked out. I gotta go out there. I'm embarrassed. This girl's kind of cute. I need to wipe my ass. I gotta be cool with her and just whisper. Let me ask you this, Also, Paul. bidets. They had bidets in the 90s. And somebody was like, oh, bidet. No. Well, I figured out a method. Shells. I found seashells. three seashells. Three metal seashells, yeah. they appeared to be. Uh, Paul, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, when Stallone was frozen, he had a family, I think. Oh, yeah. He did, and uh, when he asked about that family, here's what he was told. Um, and then I have a mind-blowing question afterwards. Okay, great. I think I, I, yeah, I think we have the same question. I think question. we all have the same question. Uh, yes. I think we all have the same question. By the way, if you are a fan of... I'm just going to... Should we yeah, just go... Listen. Sandra Bullock is 100% his daughter, right? Yeah. She's about to look it up. She's like, and I can look it up. Stopped. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. Yeah. Because then when I fuck you, it'll be weird. Yeah. Oh my God. This is like old boy shit. Holy Spoilers God. for old boy. Not... Yeah. Guys, you rocked my world. I right? Yeah. Right? The minute Holy that happened, shit. I was like, oh, she's his daughter. Then they had the sex scene, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. This is gonna be really weird when they reveal that she's his daughter. But it was just mind sex, so you could kind of play I, it I was of kind like, of okay ah, with it. Like but it then he kisses really... her, and I was like, barf. Yeah. But then no, I, but I and by barf, I mean barf out of my wiener, I came. But by the way, the way the movie ends, and spoiler alert, but it looks like he's gonna go off with her. They're yes, his daughter. They're together. Yeah. They're, They're together. His daughter. His daughter. Yeah. Come on. This is Guys, a dystopian future. By the way, there's no other 
explanation that's offered. I am wrong. There's no, no other explanation that's offered. Because they spend so it's much the time. They spend so much time with where's the daughter? Is there a daughter? The wife is dead. We know that. Yeah. But there's a daughter and blah, blah, blah. And, and I don't want to see the daughter because she won't like me because I've been in ice jail. But, uh, but I want to fuck you, baby. I should make sure you're not my daughter. Oh, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. But all right. I First thing I, I do. One hole in this theory. He was married. His last name was Huxley, or his last name was Spartan. She's Huxley. How did you change your name? Who knows? She maybe she may be remarried. She may be remarried. Like maybe. Oh yeah. His wife remarried. His wife. And by the way, it's like it's a new society. Who the fuck knows what happened? (laughs) There. I love. Thank you. Thank you. I love. We are a hundred percent on the same page. He's fucking his daughter. Yeah. That's what also seemed weird when he was having mind sex and he was like freaked out by it. It yeah, seemed it's like like a horror movie. Yeah, that it was like like he was like kind of into it and then it was like, oh wait a minute, this could be my kid. Yeah. No, ah, uh, I gotta go. I really thought we were gonna learn that information, and that we didn't was very upsetting. Well, do you want this? Is Sex in the Future? You guys want to watch Sex in the Future? The following scene is uh, it's pretty amazing. I let this it go is... long. Here we go. Also, why do they fucking love jingles? We'll begin in a few seconds. <laughs> Having sex, of course. <clears throat> I want to talk to Sandra Bullock about this movie. <laughs> Stallone, again, great acting here. Watch this. Cool. Oh shit! It's, by the way, it's filmed this like a horror, yeah. it's a, it's a horror sequence. It's a horror movie. It's a horror sequence. Is this my daughter? Wait a minute. Oh yeah. We both have clefts in our chin. What? 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 <laughs> What's wrong? He broke contact. Contact? I didn't touch you yet. Wow. Guys, that just happened. That is, I think, the most graphic sex scene I've seen, even though it's not graphic. It's like, it's, he's a... The the zoom-ins, the zoom-ins on his face. Yeah. Because you never see him, you never see him naked. Mm. And by the way, this is a great look in the future, just the... The uh, tuxedo vest without sleeves. Yeah. Or tuxedo jacket without sleeves. Like yeah, in a world in a where pay- everyone is that he has a right sleeve. Oh, did it? Oh, no, I think he had no. He didn't have either sleeve. But in a world no, okay. where like everybody's a fucking wimp, like the fact that they're like, ah, but we're gonna go sleeveless to show off our muscles, even though we don't have violence or anything like that. I have a feeling they gave him like a full album. Like I'm ripping these sleeves off. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same thing in Over the Top when the kid had a jacket and he was like, I want this kid to have no sleeves. Um, you were I here do for- like, by the way, that they refer to Simon Phoenix, the Wesley Snipes character, as maniac a lot. Like, yes, like, yeah. Stand down, maniac. Or like, they, like, the maniac is not listening. Yes, it's like, right. That, like, why? That seems an overtly... Uh, 
confrontational term. Oh, yeah. <laughs> criminal maniac, it seems yeah. like. Or even just, hey, suspect. Yes. Like, yeah, you know, it will literally be Why like, did they go in this future? They, like, went zero to George Zimmerman. <laughs> just, like... I don't know if you're the person I'm supposed to be stopping, but get on the ground, maniac! Get on the ground, maniac. Oh, man. And then, so, but also, the movie is based on this idea that Wesley Snipes needs to find the gun, but yet he steals a stick from a police officer that, when injected into a car, blows it up. Well, you also... Like, oh, you know what? Fuck the gun. I'll take this stick that blows shit up. And like, what well, that was the, only what because What is at the he, museum, though? The guns are all in, like, a glass... Structure and he behaves as though he's never seen glass in the nineties. <laughs> he gets excited like he's about so a cannon, like an old school pirate cannon. He's like, "Ooh, what do we got here?" <laughs> well, he was never as a child. He was never taken to a museum, and that's why he turned to that life of crime. It says it really says something about the state of public education. Oh, here we go. I'm just saying, here perhaps if, perhaps if it was a little better, no, you know. He had, yeah, he had a good time at that museum. He was learning. Yeah, he went to like that school that the kids in the wire went to. <laughs> and then was like, oh, this is going crazy. So uh, in the world of Demolition Man, is there a world outside of San Angeles? You would argue that that would be yes. I mean, uh, well, we do. We learn that, that, that there's an enormous earthquake that kills everybody, basically. Yeah, a, a lot wife. of lights and were Sandra, extinguished. And yeah. Sandra, if Sandra Bullock said, and my mother was also killed in that earthquake, it would have been good. Oh. Wait, oh, yeah? Well, she was, yeah, 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 yeah. She was so, oh, but no, here, actually, His this wife. is why her name is Huxley. Because her mother died, her dad's in jail, she gets adopted, she, may, she never knew uh, her mom. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit! Ryan Sinek! He lived twice in the show. Two exits. <laughs> Two bro bold exits. Oh, here's another thing. When Stallone's trying to have sex with his daughter, he goes... <laughs> He goes, oh, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna knock boots. We're not gonna hunk a chunka. Yeah. Hunk a chunka. When was that a phrase for oh. sex? Oh, it was. Hunk it was between '93 when the movie was made and '96 when the movie is set. Hunk hey, you wanna hunk a chunka? Yeah, I, it was really gross. My favorite. I remember I, Color Me Bad saying a song, hunk a chunka. Yeah. One of my favorite things is once Simon Phoenix has escaped and they've thawed out uh, Sylvester Stallone, they're like, uh, okay, well, we've run the computer program. We know what he's going to do. He's going to, it is determined that he will try and set up a drug lab and start a new crime syndicate. <laughs> That's just his, that must be his plan. Yeah. And uh, that, that made me furious. Because <laughs> I was like, you are fucking assholes. If you think, like, and, and Sylvester Stallone rightfully is like, you guys are assholes, and I felt vindicated. Also, also, do you realize how long 
it takes to set up a drug lab. In this For, environment? Yeah. In this, it would be yeah. almost impossible. You, you not even get, sell people on the idea of taking drugs. Right. They and can't find start. a drug that they, like, that, yes. like, you're not, you don't have, like, weed or cocaine available. Right. Like, you're gonna have to go into a lab and make some sort of synthetic drug. You're gonna have to do human trials. Yep. You're gonna have to make they sure it's They can't stop graffiti artists. That's, yeah. It, that's, it would be like saying in this time, it would be like, He's gonna set up a loom factory, and people are gonna go there and get tapestries. Like, it, it, yeah. like, like why? And also, it's gonna take some doing. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna take this is a seven-year plan. Yeah. His drug lab idea—it's—that's it, seven years. Yeah, that's, a big, that's a big world. Yeah, that's a yeah. big chunk that he's gonna get into. <laughs> By the way. It's also a very yeah low tier plan. <laughs> so, but we we come to understand once but by, once by, Stallone by, is. Always, I'm sorry, they're always looking for him, but they can clearly find him because he curses all the time. Whenever he curses, a ticket comes out of the machines. So it's like, oh, we just follow the cursing machines. Like that's where he is. They never use the cursing machines to locate him. Sorry. By the way, great point. Great point. <laughs> we all cop than Rob Schneider. We all should go to the future and be future cops. We're not, we come to understand that while Stallone was frozen, he was conscious during that entire time. Oh, yeah, he definitely has that. All oh, right, yeah. Do you want to hear his monologue? So, yeah, I love oh, it. Let's say your point first. No, no, let's watch it first here's, for sure. Here's a great dramatic monologue from Sylvester Stallone about his time in cryo jail. Listen, sister. I don't want to spoil your dinner, pal, but my cryo <laughs> sentence was no sweet lullaby. I had feelings and I had thoughts. How about a 36-year nightmare about people caught in a burning building? You would awake. I don't think so. I do think so. And my wife beating her fist against a block of ice that used to be her husband. Then you were nice enough to wake me up and let me know everything that meant something in my life is gone. It would Except have been more your to take me down and leave me to the fucking crows. What would you say if I called you a brutish fossil, symbolic of a decayed era? Great. I love, I love By the that way, lady. the guy from Beetlejuice playing the same character. I, I honestly thought the whole, like, her thing, she wanted to fuck him. Oh, yeah. She, and oh, I, yeah. I was yeah. waiting for that moment where, like, he takes her into the ba- into the Taco Bell oh, yeah. bathroom. She? And it's like, oh, yeah. I've done this before in a Taco Bell bathroom. Yeah. But never won this nice. Uh, yeah, she is wet. I, uh, I I I oddly got the I guess the European version of this online, and Taco Bell is replaced with Pizza Hut. What? And, Why? Yeah. But they didn't change it all out. So there are some scenes that like so you see a Taco Bell sign, and then they say pizza. It's like let's go to this Pizza Hut, but it's Taco Bell. <laughs> Because right. there's no Taco Bell in, I guess, foreign, foreign countries. I went, to, I went to college at the University of North Carolina, and the one thing that uh, I can take pride in is that uh, fellow alum, Dan Cortez, was the, is, piano is the piano player, player. Yeah. In, uh, in the Taco Bell. Combination, cool. combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell. Oh, Whoa, I yeah. like that. Yeah, that's I like the, that. Yeah, yeah Cortez is playing uh, like uh, uh, on the piano, <laughs> uh, like Jolly Green Giant. It's a yeah. great scene. Jesse the Vin- Jesse the Body Ventura is in this movie. Yep. Uh, as one where? Of the people, uh, He's one of the thought out thugs that Simon Phoenix asks to be thought out. And yeah. by the way, a huge question mark on that one, only because like Simon Phoenix is like, yeah, if you want me to kill Dennis Leary. 
I gotta get like a bunch of my guys out there. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. We'll release more crazy people in this world. And then at the end of the movie, those guys are not captured. <laughs> they're, they're probably forming that drug lab. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> But well, a few but, of them were talking about it, like, hey, we could really make a killing with a drug lab. Yeah. Also, do you know, did he ever thaw out Jeffrey Dahmer? Because yeah. he was so excited about getting to meet Jeffrey Dahmer. Great news. John Hine is tweeting about the show. John Hine from the Howard Stern Show. He was just here. Uh, uh, I do know that uh, no, the police don't seem too worried about Simon Phoenix being out because at one point Benjamin Brad says it'll just be a matter of TikToks until we find him. Again, overcomplicating the word time. Because yeah. in the future we use longer and more words to say short things. Here's what's so confusing about Sandy Bullock's character. She, she, she's set up as wanting to see violence and action so badly, but the second it actually something actually happens, she doesn't do anything. No. She just until later when she kicks a little ass because. Fine, but she, she, her instinct is to unfreeze someone else to get in there. Yeah. Right. Her dad. Yeah. Just <laughs> her father. Slash sexual partner. <laughs> I mean, like, there's an argument to be made that be- she wants to see action because it's in her blood. Wow. Yeah. It's in her yeah. blood. It's genetic. That's why yeah. everybody else is docile and lame, and she has the blood of John Spartan in her. John Spartan? Yeah. She has the blood of John Spartan in her, and she right. has, soon, she will, have, John she will have <laughs> the semen of John Spartan in her. Point in this movie. There's a part in this movie where Wesley Snipes threatens Cocteau, who's actually in on the whole thing, and we know that it's not a secret, and it's not really revealed in an interesting way. And uh, <laughs> and he runs away, and then they like everyone just kind of takes a break. It's like, oh yeah, we're hunting that guy. Anyway, do you want to come to Taco Bell tonight? Yeah, let's go to Taco Bell. Let's go back to your apartment. Yeah. And, like, there's a long period of time where Wesley Snipes he escapes in the daylight. We catch back up with him at night, and he's like. All right, here I am going down here. Like, there's just a, they, everyone just took time off. Yeah, he like, jumped into yeah. some bushes, and they were like, "Ah, I, we're not. I'm not getting this fancy new outfit dirty." He is dressed <laughs> like crisscross in this yeah. movie. Um, he is full blown crisscross, and uh, and like for whatever reason, there's like a Demolition Man logo on the front of his overalls. I don't know where he got that, uh, but there, you know. It was from the it. it was from the cryo lab. Yeah, they all but they, they all got those plastic things. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not a demolition map. Yeah, they had that. That's like a that's just something from the prison. Okay. I will say I I will say in the Dennis Leary underground uh, teenage mutant ninja turtle sewer world. Uh, <laughs> why did the lady who made cheeseburgers look like Frida Kahlo? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. She's alive and she's been living down. That's her yep. resistance. <laughs> yep. In the future, Frida Kahlo, in this version of the future, Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera live in an underground and city. And rap burgers. Guys, let me just drop some facts on you about this movie and I want to hear your reactions to them. Lori Petty was originally cast in the role that Sandra Bullock played. Tank Girl? Yes. And, was, and after a few days of filming was fired and replaced with Sandra Bullock. Wow. A few days, so we don't know. So we have to get that footage. It's the Eric Stoltz, Marty McFly footage. The I feel like she probably re- tried to get fired. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck? I'm fucking my dad? Yeah. <laughs> um, the original movie was written for Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme. 
Amazing. Uh, Van Damme was offered the role of the bad guy, but didn't want that role. He agreed to start it if both lead roles could be switched. But Zagal was like, well, I don't want to play the bad guy. <laughs> so then that movie was scrapped. Here's two other facts that are interesting. Um, Jackie Chan was supposed to be Wesley Snipes, but Jackie Chan said he didn't want to play a bad guy because Asian audiences don't like good guys who become bad guys. And, and then so ben, his name checked in it. Yes, because, because Sandra is Bullock is a big uh, Jackie Chan fan. Oh, but interesting. in the European version, he says um, Bruce Lee. He says oh, Bruce wow. Lee, not Jackie yes. Chan. Oh, interesting. Here are two other things. These are all like amazing facts. <laughs> Wesley Snipes kicks and punches look lurchy and awkward because he's such a good karate guy in real life that his punches were so fast that it blurred in the camera. Oh my god. So they made him slow it down. <laughs> so it looks weird. That's amazing. And, uh, and in Kuwait, the movie was simply called Rambo the Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo, Rambo also name-checked in this movie. Yes. Wesley yeah. Snipes gets guns and is like, thanks Rambo, or something like yeah. that. And then Luke Skywalker is also name-checked in this movie. There's a lot of pop culture references from the 1980s in 2032. Yeah. Also, I am wondering if in the Expendables movies, Sylvester Stallone wears a beret. And I'm yeah. wondering if he just took the beret from Demolition Man. <laughs> Or if this is some kind of a nod to all the guys and gals who went to DemoCon. <laughs> and where does that beret come from when because, he gets yeah. it? Yeah. No, it was in his box. He had a box of stuff. With a, oh. Right, with, uh, with yarn. Yes, with, wait, remember when he knit oh, a sweater? Right. <laughs> remember when in one night Sylvester Stallone knit a red sweater? Yeah. And by the way, yeah. by the he made an entire sweater out of like one ball of yarn. Yeah. Yeah. That's how good the rehabilitation program was. Um, he and his, I really he and his thought daughter. That, that was going to be like fully realized and that was going to be like <laughs> paid off in a wonderful oh. way. The yeah. final sequence. The, I want to learn to I want to learn to knit now just so I can start an Etsy shop called John Spartan. <laughs> John Spartan. Sweaters, sweaters, sweaters for my daughter wife. <laughs> oh, um, I want to, before we go out to the audience, because uh, I'm sure you guys have some things that we might have missed, oh. I do want to play a scene that Jason, uh, which said that we should definitely play, and I, I agree with I'm you. I'm going to pee while we do this, because it's too sexy for me to deal with. Um, so, obviously, Wesley Snipes, from the way he's dressed, is pretty hip-hop. So, they oh, must yeah. score the fight scene a little bit of hip-hop here. Uh, let's have some records. So listen to the record scratches during this fight scene. Here we go. Hey, wait for me! Yeah, and then you never hear it for the rest of the movie. Never again, never yeah. again. 
they it, throughout the movie they hired different people to score it and then fired them like they would submit one song and, and it was like huh get out <laughs> and then another person like but we don't have the budget to have them rescore the whole but just give let them do the next song that's your song get out <laughs> Because even at the very end, like when he's hanging, when Stallone's hanging from the the uh, yeah, grabber yeah, thing, yeah. the music there is like weirdly like orchestral, but like fast and kind of circusy. I feel like they, no one really knew what was going on, but they were psyched that it was happening. Like I'd be like, like, we're doing something. <laughs> The best in this sequence, though, is when they cut back to everyone in the police station who's watching violence, I guess, for the first time. I mean, that's what I think that scene is about, right? Like, they've never but, seen it. Yeah. But, like, so, so my question is they've never seen movies, they've never seen... Well, she's a 90s aficionado. Right, She must but, have seen some Stallone films. Right. I mean, no, she just has the poster for Lethal Weapon 3. Well, and like, Rambo is talked about, so... Did you use Rambo three, exists. Did you use three seashells in there? What's that? Did you use the three seashells? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used three seashells. <laughs> but that also... That brings up a good... It brings up a good point. Um... There's a moment where, like, when the, uh, the warden is killed, and they're like, bring him up on screen, they show him dying, and they're all just like, huh, yeah. that. That's, that's a shame. Yeah, it's a bummer. They didn't call for help, back up, they're like, oh, this is watch him bleed out. Okay. Also, uh, in 2036, I just want to, I just have to say, 2036, I think there's only two women on the police force. Yeah. yeah. Like, really? We, I mean, like, Benjamin, there's Benjamin Bratt, too, and he's kind of a lady. <laughs> like... What they really Brad built it. The... Leary are gay. Like the end of the movie, like they're together oh, and they're like side by side. And he's like, "Fuck it!" And then there's like high five. And then like, there's a moment between the two of them. Yeah, because he like gets dressed. Like they change his clothes. They give him a makeover and yeah. rip the sleeves off his outfit and That's put a vest on him. No sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> they put a vest. Like good. Yeah, you're one of us now. Wear this. Wear this vest. Um, there are obviously some things that we missed, and that's why we go out to you, the audience. If you have questions, things that we might have missed, things you want to inform us about. Oh my gosh, this guy's question up. All right, your name, your favorite scene of the movie, and your question. Oh, he wrote it down on his iPad. Here we go. You mean on his fiber op? Yeah. <laughs> Read your fiber op. Uh, my name is uh, Chris. I think my you thought way too long. I know. <laughs> Well, and he was reading, on, like he was reading on, as he said it. Like. My name is Chris. <laughs> my, what I was actually thinking about is my favorite scene in the movie because there's so many great ones. I think it's the blood sugar sex magic, we go up in three, uh, framing of Sandra Bullock's office. I just wanted to bring up that the director of this movie, which I had to look up because I was like, where did this come from? I just want to read his, like the first line of his Wikipedia uh, bio. Uh, Marco Bembrilla is a New York-based video collage and installation artist known for his elaborate recontextualizations of popular and found imagery, which Vanity Fair praises as critiques and masterpieces of visual overload. Well, that... That, that lines up. That yeah, lines that's, up. That's, Sounds like yeah. the guy that I want directing Demolition Man. And by the way, this movie is not like poorly directed. I would. Are you no. sure about that? Well, no, yeah. I agree. I agree but with I mean, you. Like, but I mean, like in the, in, the, in the scheme, like in the grand scheme of like the room. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I mean, in that. Don't Did you, you see that sex scene? Yeah, you're right. 
That's a pretty great video oh, installation. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, your name, your, uh, your favorite uh, thing that Simon Phoenix did in your question. Here we go. My name is Tom. Uh, favorite thing that Simon Phoenix did was uh, actually the opening fight sequence when he just goes crazy to hip-hop music. <laughs> and uh, my question is, it's more of an explanation, Hope, but... <laughs> nice reference. This guy gets it. This guy gets it. I was wondering, the entire building does get blown up in the opening scene, right? So how did they find 20 bodies in a matter of seconds? Very good point. Very good point. Uh, yeah. I guess they were left out to the front, maybe. They were in the front of the building. <laughs> maybe the, there, maybe the explosion. I think Phoenix must, here's what I think. I think Phoenix <laughs> must have killed them by lighting them on fire or something. Because I otherwise, put him, in, put him in a dumpster, and they were going through the dumpster. No, he fro well, he no. froze. He said he froze them so that way, because Stallone early on is like, I did a thermal scan, and there was only eight people in that giant building. And he oh, says the reason you didn't know them? is because they were dead already. <laughs> yeah. He froze them. He froze them so that they wouldn't show up Wait, on a thermal so the thermal scan. The cops in Los Angeles thought that. Stallone froze these people to death? No, 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 no that's no. what that's what Fe that's what Simon they, Phoenix did. Oh, they thought the explosion okay. they thought that he was a cowboy and went in and just with reckless abandon caused the death of these twenty hostages. And what they didn't know is that Simon Phoenix had already killed and frozen the hostages to frame John. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm fucking oh, dying. This I is our lives. <laughs> We try and make sense of this for you. But, I'm, looking, I'm looking for a lady. But here's no the last question here. about that. So the cops right, found them it. frozen, though. The cops found the bodies no. frozen. No, because no. the fire, the fire, they've fire got flash fried. They really did just take Phoenix's word for it that yeah. they were dead. Yes. That's, yeah. the, that's the injustice wow. okay. that I was complaining yeah. about. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. This is the kind of world I don't want to live in, 1985. Oh. Okay. Your name, what you would say to Simon Phoenix at his trial... Uh, and uh, and your question. Um, you're a maniac. Good. Your name is your name. <laughs> okay. Now, what would what you say question? to Simon Phoenix in his trial? Two questions. Number one, if they're trying to underplay the sexuality so much in this uh, in, uh, society, why did that uh, girl like new dial Stallone? Yeah, right? that's it. That was strange. And who did she think she was dialing? <laughs> like, what was that? The other quick question was. Doesn't the um, liquid styrofoam for crash cars seem so much like more inefficient and slower than airbags? When that <laughs> oh, I actually yeah, thought that that foam was a great idea, though, because the foam protects the entire car. Like, there's, to me, there's no way if you have a car that produces that foam that you could ever You'd die in a car crash. Whereas, what? You would die in suffocation. It no. would. No, it is wouldn't. filling the cabin with something that goes from soft to hard. So you would no, be that's killed. that's not what happens. Goes that's, from soft to hard, no, ladies. It, <laughs> Just like no. John yeah. It protects you inside of it. It protects you inside of it, and then someone has to chisel you out. Yeah, because you're dead. No, because you're, not you're dead. dead then. 
I did think that the naked girl was interesting. That's a very good. The na- like, like there is like the, this is like the first like sexting here's naked picture kind of scenario, um, and because it, it's a phone call appears and there's a naked woman and she's like, hey, do you want a oops wrong number? <laughs> but this is like the era where like naked yeah. women in movies like started like went on a decline a little bit. It was sort of like actually like so like I just put some tits in there like that would be a fun scene, right? Because like it was like so gratuitous. And even, like, there's no, like, they should just... Like, I had no problem with that scene. <laughs> your name, why you think John Spartan's a hero in your question, go ahead. Uh, my name's Mallory. Uh, Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family ties quote, guys. R.I.P. David, David, David Goldberg. Great Scott Valentine reference. Thank you. I think he, uh, John Spartan was a hero because he didn't... Let anything stop him. Great. I like that. <laughs> and uh, I guess my question is that scene where he's in the museum and he's kicking the glass, Damn. and then I guess the museum guard sees him, and I guess I'm wondering, <laughs> how socially stunted are they that they can't, like, he's breaking into the thing, and he's like, oh, do you need help? <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, oh, how much do you weigh? And just chucks him. And the <laughs> This movie posits that 30 years in the future we would forget 30 years ago. So that would be yeah, like, right, yeah. we have no recollection of, what would that be? Like the 77. eight? 77. Yeah. So we'd be like, yeah, I don't know what happened in the 70s. I don't know. Like, Unless that earthquake killed most people. I don't think Not it possible. did. <laughs> and then lobotomized everybody else. And just, oh, yeah. oh. Information's leaving my brain. It's one thing. It's one thing to be like we don't have crime. It's another thing to be like what is it's crime? crime. Yeah. You know, like right, that's yeah. a tough. Like that's a tough sell. Especially for people that are t- in their twenties. Yeah. Which means that they were, like, they were born ten years after this. So it's not like... Well, like his cop friend. His cop friend who yep. was flying the helicopter yes. yep. at the beginning of the movie. Like, nobody ever thought to be like, hey, what man, like? you yeah. you lived through this. You were a cop then. This, like, you you don't remember what a 187 is? Yeah, why can't he be like, oh, no, that's a murder. Right. Death, kill. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys know it now. And then they'd be like, shut up, man. Just keep working on your little miniatures. That's my third wire. That's my third wire. Lester Freeman? Yeah. By the way, uh, Wyatt and I were talking about this. I love that guy because in the the young version of him was Agent Johnson from Die Hard, which is just, you know, look, I like that. And I like that he's he's flying helicopters in both movies. Yeah. He has a very, he has a niche. The problem is the actor who's the older version of him is like a foot and a half taller than the actor playing the younger version of him. Well, after the earthquake, we all grew. Oh, everybody gets longer. Yeah. Yeah. Your question, your name, uh, what favorite piece of future tech in your question? Uh, Mike, my favorite piece of future tech has to be Taco Bell being every restaurant ever. (laughs) My question, or my point is, you guys left out the part of the movie that actually made me have to pause it and take a break and come back, and that is the way people greet each other in the future. Be well. Right. Oh, right. They, they, they put their hands oh. close and they do a little circle. Yeah. Oh, they go yeah. like that. And then, yeah. face, but not. It's very weird. It's very karate kid wax on, wax off. Although, you know what? We If we all did that, we'd put that damn Purell family out of business. Well, that's the thing is, they also don't high five. They come close to high five. They are like, yeah. 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 Well, they really don't make all... any physical contact with each other. No, no. At Sex all. is outlawed. 
because of the swapping of fluids. Yeah. Yeah, but come which on, we all yes. understand to be disgusting. Who has a good question? Double hand raise. We have a good question. All right, this guy. Holy shit! What is going on? Why does every oh, wow. everyone's raising hand their hands? Your name. You okay? Okay. <laughs> Your you name, what you would call the first movie that leads into Demolition Man, and your question. Uh, all right, the movie leading into Demolition Man is probably White Man Can't Jump. All right, I like that theory. Well, that's a trilogy, and then after that, it's Major League, and then Major League Two is pretty much happening at the same time as. Wait, that, wait so you're saying White Man Can't Jump goes into Major League One, Major League Two, and then Demolition Man? All right, we're off the track. Here we go, question. <laughs> so, Mike, well, it's more of a point leading in. Okay, so at the start, there's the fire going on, and then Wesley Snipes says, uh, is it me or is it hot in here? And then, or it's getting cold in here, and then he throws the thing on at, yeah, the gas. But at the end, it's like all frozen and cold, and then Stallone says, is it me or is it cold in here? And then that just pisses off Wesley Snipes. So it's kind of like they're just going first, like full circle, and like, well, there is, there actually, there is, there's another parallel about that because Wesley Snipes says something in the beginning about taking my head off. Like he's like, yep. he's yes. like something, something, if you take my head off and, you know and Stallone's like, Stallone's like, oh, keep that in mind. And then in the end, he takes his head off. He kept it in mind for 37 years well, or whatever. Well, he had a lot of time to think while he was alive in that block of ice. I yeah. mean, people go insane in solitary confinement. People go insane. Yeah, he's For 37 years, he's been awake and comes out and is like, let's get to work. And at well, one like point, mind- asked to be put in a moment of frustration, says, put me back in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Not even the freezer, just the fridge. The fridge. He wants a lesser sentence. Okay. Question, comment, name. Here you go. My name is Merlenis, and I'm not very good with names of cars, but there's one scene where they're on the ground, and they have this, like, awesome red car. Like, how is these, like, poor people had this awesome car, and how they got it down there, and then how they got... How did they get it down there? And it's like... That's my question. It's an amazing question (laughs) that basically the mole people had an elevator (laughs) underneath a Chevy dealership that just in case they needed to... Yeah, because we see them go down there a number of times and the only way it seems to get down, they seem to be able to get down, is through like a Manhole covers. Manhole cover. But 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 also with that, like Wesley Snipes runs away and Stallone, rather than give chase, is like, wait, hold on a second. Can you start that elevator up? Because I really want to drive that GTO right now. Like, I know I need to stop this terrorist that's like trying to kill me and everybody, but I want to give this thing a test drive. Is that cool, Dennis Leary? I know I'm supposed to be protecting you, but is it all right if I, like, I know I'm gonna catch him. He's on foot. There's no way. I'm just, just let me put the car in the elevator. Hey, uh, move past De La Huerta. Move your fucking burger shop so I can uh, drive in there. Did anybody else think it was weird that the Dennis Leary people, the underground dwellers, their way of checking in on the real world is to have like a periscope that pops out of the ground? Yeah. Yeah. And that twice Sylvester Stallone sees it randomly and is like, hey, 
What is that thing? <laughs> and everybody else is like, what are you talking about? He was and he's like, gra- oh, I guess it was nothing. Yeah. He's a groundhog. In, in 1996, he was a great groundhog hunter. And uh, I was going to say, this is my favorite part. And when he goes underground for the first time, Sylvester Stallone lifts up the sewer grate and goes, smells like biscuits and gravy. Yep. <laughs> it, no, it but doesn't. It shouldn't. No, it doesn't. If it does, then that's a beautiful place to live, but did not seem like it matched. Especially because then he manages to find a hamburger, which he's been craving forever. Uh-oh. Uh, Nick Kroll just Richard, Yeah! <laughs> Y'all done with show? Where at? Everybody text Nick Kroll, no, we're not done with the show, asshole. Very close, very close, but not yet. Um, uh, he eats a hamburger. Turns out it's made of rat meat. But you know what? It's still pretty good. He still doesn't good. mind it. Here we go. Yeah. This is your final question. A lot of pressure on you to bring it home. No! Right. <laughs> We've got to get to Nick Kroll. Guys! <laughs> Nick Kroll wants to text it. go, guys. All right, here we go. Your name, what you would say to Sylvester Stallone when he was on trial. <laughs> and your question. Uh, my name is John. Uh, I'd say it's not your fault. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> and uh, my question is, could you guys just briefly talk about how uh, Sandra Bullock tries to say like these 90s phrases but says them wrong. Uh, At a certain what's there to right, say? Yeah. Uh, after Simon Phoenix in a hole and says, I'm going to go down there, I'm going to blow him. Yeah. Right. Again, There's a, I wrote down a bunch of those. They're all terrible. Again, like, again, no, no language, like, language has not devolved. No. Like, I'm going to blow him, I'm going to blow she him. She says, at one point she says, it looks like you've meet your match. <laughs> what? And she says, take this jab and shovel it. Yeah. Yeah. By like, the way, there if is, she saw lethal weapon, she would know that those are wrong statements. To anyone who's, to anyone who is like over 45 in that society, they, like, they would know those phrases. Like, you, sure. Yeah. Like, you. They have jingles from our time. Right, Why yeah. Why don't they have, like, a fr- book of phrases from our time? <laughs> also, why don't they have the music from our time? They clearly have they the movie posters. It. The movie exists. They have posters for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but not. But no music. Yeah. Was that like? Was that the end? Like, oh, that's music can't get any better. Let's shut it down. <laughs> shut down the studios, everybody. We're not listening to music anymore. Just jingles, old jingles too. Yeah. Like jingles from like the '40s. Jingles. Yeah, yeah. Not jingles from our time. No, like yeah. oldies is for them from the '40s. Right. But just jingles. Yeah. Not songs but not the yeah and not like the good ones like by Menon yeah like that's yeah. great solid and if yeah. you wanna watch some deleted scenes of Dan Cortez singing by Menon you can see it yeah um, obviously we had opinions about this movie but uh, they're not shared by everyone now it is time for a second opinion these are um, five star reviews called from amazon.com uh, people who felt very strongly about it there's some good ones in here uh, this one's from JTS, uh, titled Beauty and the Cyrocop. <laughs> I think she means like, well, okay, Cyrocop is not right. This is an all caps. Cryo? Does she oh, mean cryo? I think she means cryo. It's spelled cyro, though. Um, so, and does this she maybe mean. is always a constant in these Amazon reviews. Here we go. All caps. Sandra's sweet innocent takes the edge off this tough guy film. She is the Spartan. What Adrian, spelt like Alderaan, was to Rocky. The special effects are great, 
Some of the dialogue lags at times, but the strength of the characters carry this one through. Check out the end. Wow. All right, Sandra Bullock wrote that review. Sandra Bullock wrote that. I own this title and have seen it 60 times. (laughs) Worth a sequel? I think so. Good fare. Do you think any of the people who listen to our podcast when they hear about the movie go and write five-star reviews (laughs) hoping that they might get picked? I never take anything that's written past like 2009. Well done. Uh, yes, so that is... Uh, so nice want... try, assholes. <laughs> um, I really like this movie. A good thing about it is there is profanity, but they don't abuse it like they do in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> in that movie, they say the F word so many times it loses its meaning. Also, Snipes is pretty funny at times throughout the film. Five stars. Okay, this is my... I think this goes up in the pantheon of, like, favorite Amazon reviews because it really takes a turn. Uh, From Geek Mom, this is my most favorite movie ever. There are so many quotes in this movie that are relevant to today's society. It's a great action flick with some of my most favorite actors, and the crazy humor in it makes looking at what we're going through today almost laughable. I wish more people had seen it, and then they'll understand what's wrong with today's Congress, and why they need to stop voting for progressives ASAP. This is the kind of world we'd be forced to live in if the progressives continued to thrive. Nothing would be legal, and government would monitor and pay for everything you do. Truly frightening. Five stars. Here's me. I will say... I will say, watching this movie, there was something about it that felt like, oh yeah, if you listen to Glenn Beck, like, Glenn Beck would love this movie as like, oh, this is the dystopian future that, like, liberals want because, oh, everyone wears the same outfits and there's only one restaurant, like, you get, like, like, there's no money anymore and, uh... I agree with that, but what we came from in 96 was so terrible. Right, and in 96, that was Clinton. Right. right. That, was, that was like, oh, Clinton caused Hollywood to catch fire. And then... <laughs> no planes to land in LAX anymore. No commercial airliners. Yeah, like they were all, like everything about the movie seemed like a liberal complaint. Like, it sucks now that Clinton's president, everything's on fire, and then it only gets worse. <laughs> Guys, we can't curse no more. This movie asked a lot of questions and did not do a lot of answers. <laughs> um, I feel like we got to the bottom. Would you recommend seeing it? I know I would. Yes, recommend. Yeah. Strong recommend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if the choice is that or like Winter's Bone. <laughs> because Demolition, Demolition Man. Man. Demolition Even though Sandra Bullock's gonna get a Winter Bone, right? Yeah. With that John Spartan ice dick. <laughs> By, and by that, uh, we mean her father's penis in her body. Oh also, also uh, Sting did the theme song. Oh, yeah. my God, you're right. Yes. And I wonder if Sting asked, like, they were like, hey, Sting, uh, you know, Sandra Bullock's character is, like, into 90s things. We were thinking about putting up a poster of you. No, it's all right. Don't do it. Don't, don't fucking. Yeah, we, don't, we really want to pump, yeah. really 
prominently feature uh, Ten Sumner's Tales. Nope, that's fine. That's cool. I gotta keep it away. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's a Red Hot Chili Peppers. You sure? Podcast. Soul Cages? Well, you don't want us to put Soul Cages up? Nope, I'm nope. fine. I'm fine. I'm gonna continue yeah. having tantric sex with my wife. You cannot put any of my movies. Yeah. <laughs> really? You sure? No Soul Cages? Absolutely not. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, I saw that tour, guys. Saw that tour. Just do you, saying. Do you think he does the theme song in concert? <laughs> like I kind of. encore with. No, wait a second. Can somebody can somebody would, settle uh, something? It, did he write it for this, or was that a police song? It is a police song that was appropriated for this. All right. Even worse. Sting, you did it. You did it. You did it the best way you could. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for coming. Give it up for everybody. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.